and welcome to another episode of Band Director Bootcamp, the podcast with productivity and wellness tips for busy band directors. I'm your host, Leslie Moffat, and I'm really grateful to be sharing this platform with you. As busy band directors, we know you don't have lots of time to watch lengthy professional development webinars, so we share 20-minute tidbits with takeaways you can use to support you in this awesome profession in a healthy way. And today I have a three-time Grammy Music Educator of the Year nominee, Corey Craig, with me. We've just had a delightful conversation before starting uh, this interview today. And uh, she's a fifth grade general music teacher and teaches sixth grade beginning band. That's what she currently does. But she's got some other background uh, of teaching and, and her own personal story that she's bringing to the table today. And through her story, I think a lot of you will hear why she's gone into music ed why she's so passionate about it and um, how that carries into her classroom without her burning out. So um, I'm delighted to have you here with us today, Corey. Um, Go ahead and introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about you. Hey, I'm Corey Joy Craig and I teach at Benton Intermediate School and I absolutely love teaching beginning band. I'm having a blast teaching our 160 beginners this year. It's been insane but a lot of fun. And, um, and I wanted to tell you guys, I, I became a band director because of a middle school band director. I'm sure all y'all would know, um, of a band director who inspired you to become a teacher too. But it was really special for me because in middle school, I was going through foster care and I didn't have anything to cling to or family really to cling to at the time. And my middle school band director um, was there for me and pushed me regardless of what kind of student I was, even though I was a failing student, he really pushed me to be the best I could be and gave me a, a space to be successful and to be heard and to play well and to learn <laughs> and to make friends. And um, I just... Uh, I knew in seventh grade, I had to be a band director to offer this hope for kids like me who've come from a rough background and can now see, oh, now you have an opportunity to be in college one day. You have a scholarship waiting for you. You have opportunities to play around the world if you wanted to. Um, and, And so I knew from seventh grade, I wanted to be a band director thanks to the Daniel Robbins in Southern California. So shout out, shout out to Daniel Robbins. Uh, life changing, absolutely life changing for you, wasn't it? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, and uh, what a beautiful example of how our social and emotional uh, learning needs are taken care of through the content and culture of a band room. You know, mm-hmm. and and it's more more than just teaching those songs that you know five songs from a concert, right? It's it's developing these humans, and you um, you had that stability probably through your band family that you oh, yeah. might have missed out on elsewhere through the foster yeah. care system. And, and our band director, um, he gave us well, especially I was a Barry Sax player. It chose me. I didn't. I didn't choose. <laughs> But uh, the tubas were having some trouble in the back and he said, okay, go ahead and, and help out these kids in the back. And I did, I, I helped them learn their part and they played it better. And g- he gave me that opportunity to help others. And that, that was a game changer. I knew, oh, I, I can actually do something right for once in my life <laughs> and be successful at it. Um, and then I could actually help other people learn how to read music. Wow. So empowering for you, for them. Welcome, Band Director Bootcamp listeners. 
If you're feeling a bit burnt out and are ready for support and accountability partners in your wellness and productivity, we have an amazing opportunity for you. Join our 90-day virtual boot camp, a community initiative designed for busy band directors like you who love their job but seek a more sustainable approach. We'll meet weekly, discuss your wellness goals, and develop strategies to help you achieve them. We'll tackle productivity hacks and fine-tuned systems for the upcoming school year. With 35 years of experience, I've got some tricks and tips up my sleeve that I can't wait to share. So, as we move into a new season of our lives, if you want to feel empowered and supported by like-minded individuals, this is your chance. Reach out to me at banddirectorbootcamp.com or click on the link in our show notes to schedule a 15-minute call. Let's ensure this is the right fit for you, get you signed up, and embark on this wellness journey together. Because together, we rise. You are in your, you just finished finishing up your ninth year of teaching and you have a young daughter who's in pre-K. So you're a busy single mom. And um, you've also, just to point out, if you're in your ninth year, just to remind you of the obvious, you taught before the pandemic, during the pandemic, and in what's been the aftermath of the pandemic. So you've had a lot going on. You're still in the job and you still have this excitement and enthusiasm. And you talked about, prioritizing and not just prioritizing, but talk a little bit about uh, more about your special sauce with that, you know? Ah, the special sauce that keeps me going. Yeah. There's so many ways to approach teaching band or being a band director and you can't do them all. I think we all get caught up in just, we got to do everything. Therefore we are a successful band director for doing all the things. Right. And I, I believe if you focus on one thing for your program, the ultimate goal you want to accomplish with your program, that'll help you narrow down what is actually important and what helps you achieve that goal. Um, so if you want to be the best band program in the area, you got to find, okay, what, what makes us the best? Is it doing all the things or is it prioritizing rehearsals? Is it only doing certain competitions so we can focus and tune up on those particular competitions, whatever it is, you need to narrow down what is actually helping your program. And for me, my goal mainly is to help my students be successful in life and to be able to learn and show up to class even. And I know for me, I wasn't successful until I went to foster care. I was going through foster care when I joined band. And um, and it wasn't until I had parents who loved us and cared for us. It wasn't until I actually had food in my belly three times a day instead of maybe once every other day. And it wasn't until I had teachers who cared to that to push us and not, oh, yeah, she's from that home and she acts like this. She's a hopeless cause, you know, um, it, it took people in my life helping me to grow and to excel. And I want to be that for my students. So instead of prioritizing a whole bunch of things that will make us the best program, I prioritize what will help them be the best student and most successful human being. So I might spend more time meeting them in their homes, uh, bringing food uh, to a family who just had their house on fire and lost everything. Um, I'll tutor kids in math or English or science if they need help in that area. Um, I, I had some uh, homeless students who were living in motels and I've moved them. So 
into a better area and help them sort through the trash that they were living in. You know, th these are the things that really helps our students to be successful. And I find those opportunities and prioritize that over anything. And it helps. I've seen it work. I've seen it work in so many of my children's lives and they become better players because they know they're going to have food that night or they know there's somebody who cares about them and who's in their corner. Well, yeah, because when they don't have to worry about where's my next meal going to come from or am I safe tonight or any of those survival things, then they can start doing the other things. So um, what yeah. you're doing is beyond, above and beyond the call of duty, of course, but it sounds like you feel compelled to do that because of the impact it had on your life when someone else did that for you. So it sounds yeah. like you're in the right place for, for where you need to be too. Um, you know, you, you, t you said having the priorities and then only doing things that will get there. Um, I remember when I was writing my first book, I hired somebody to help me because I had all these ideas and I was scatterbrained and everything. And she made a start by writing what's called the flap copy, which is the back of the book. She, and she said, you have to do that first. And, and, and I said, well, what is that? She said, well, it's a summary of all the stuff in the book. And I go, but if I write the book first, I can do a quick summary afterwards. She goes, no, no, no. <laughs> you write the summary first. And then if it's not in the summary or, or going to benefit that, it doesn't go in the book. And that process of having that clear goal made the book writing process 90 days later, I was done because I could just use that as a filter. So your goal setting sounds like that same thing. Here's the filter. If it doesn't support that or whatever that goal is that you have. Yeah. Makes decision-making easier and we get decision-making fatigue. And so why not make that process easier? And you you gave a really, really good um, example of that right there for us. Yeah. Yeah. It's and great. Then, Ball games. It's great to be uh, on the soccer field as a pet band. It's great to do all these things, other things, but it just depends on what your, your goal is. Is it to be part of the community? Then do community things. Is it to be the best to compete? You know, focus on those things. We, it's really hard to do it all. And I don't think we have to. Well, I, I, you are <laughs> very aware too of where your students are and what the appropriate goals are for them. And if you set those other goals and we're just doing the things to get you there, you probably not get there because you wouldn't have built the foundations you need. You're, you're understanding that if I eventually want to get to wherever it is I want to go first, I have to break down the steps to do this. And then the kids will do anything when you show them what they're capable of and you provide that safe space for them to do it. Holy crap, stand back, just watch it happen. <laughs> you know, I, I was taught kind of old school and of everything. We're going to read the music. And also as I'm doing my beginners, I'm trying to be real flexible and stuff. And, but, but, you know, I still kind of let's go in the book and do this. And I'm hearing this one kid who's still struggling with most of the stuff in the book, but he's playing the Star Wars theme. He's killing it. And he's playing Top Gun. And I'm like, what are you doing? On his Chromebook, there's little videos, just have the buttons pushing, you know, little lights for the valves. And I'm like, he's learning so much faster. I'm interfering with that. But but recognizing where the kids are now and going, they have so many ways they can learn. I have to be, be as aware of my students' different needs now, too. I can help them in different ways. But anyway, I digress. I digress. Uh, so um, usually at this point, I ask, how would your life be different if you had, you know, because a lot of folks go through like, ah, but what are you doing finding yourself now? You're kind of in that um, challenging, challenging situation as you find that balancing your own child and getting her where she needs to be while teaching 30 minutes away from where her child care is or, uh, and the like. Um, how are you doing that? How are you not falling apart? 
Oh, huh, that's, that's <laughs> up at the moment. It'll be better next year, but, um, not every program has is blessed with a co-teacher or a team, a pod. So if you're by yourself, you have to find your, your people in the community, whether it's the nice old ladies at church, or if you have family in town, use them, use them and, and let them know, look, I'm, I'm trying to do great things here. I need your help. So, and then also trying to make sure you're, you're, you're only focusing on your goal and then making sure you spend time with your family too. But, um, what has been a lifesaver is this year is the first year I've had a co-teacher that's not really heard in Louisiana where both of us are teaching in the same classroom. And, um, and so being a part of team, you have to communicate and make sure you delegate who's going to do what and who's going to take up stuff. And she was just, uh, Leah, Leah Amor Jones. I love her to death. She has been my lifesaver this year in making sure all the office work was done and she had a lot more free time. And she, again, she also only prioritized what we were doing and what our goals were. So she wasn't there late into the night doing all the grading and all the, all the extra, extra stuff that maybe I would normally do at the beginning of my career. (laughs) She was, she was doing everything um, that I couldn't, and, and then, and then some, but only within a certain amount of time. So making sure if you are part of a team, delegate who's going to do what, so you're not overworking yourself and making sure you're not doing too much too. Oh, that's a great situation to have. I had a, a gal who, she, I did the instruction, but she was the behind the scenes gal. And it's like, oh, shoot, it just, it, it alleviates so much. And yes, it is a privilege. I understand that. But we have huge numbers of kids a lot of the time. And every one of them has noisemakers in their hands. So, <laughs> so administrators should recognize where we need that. And then finally, the last thing I want to close out our, our uh, episode with today Um today is ask you if you have a bit of advice now that you've got nearly a decade under your belt. Um, We want to make sure that our newer teachers have some sage advice that will help them as they go through this. So they've got the the wherewithal to do this as long as they want to. So what is your bit of wisdom that you'd like to pass on to them today, Corey? Well, thinking back when I was a first year teacher and even my first four years at my first school, uh, what helped me the most be successful those first four years was having directors around me that I could steal all the things. You got to be a pirate. You got to steal their, their, how they warm up their, their classroom, what different classroom management tools they have and how they organize the kids coming in, putting together instruments, putting them away. Um, there are so many worksheets, so many videos, so many methodologies out there already. Google search is great. The band director Facebook page or the middle school band director yes. Facebook are great. I love, I love learning and, and sympathizing with them when things go wrong in our classrooms or go ultimately right. You know, yeah. there's, there's great, wonderful things that are hysterical going on, but um, just know whenever you encounter something that is difficult or something that is keeping your kids from being successful, don't blame yourself. It's you're, you're brand new. You're just starting out. You don't have all the answers yet, but there are other people that do. And so the moment you encounter something difficult, go ask somebody or go on the band director's Facebook page and, and ask Google something and come back the next day with an answer and a solution to what's going on, what's going wrong. That will help a lot your first couple of years. Actually, always. I'm still doing that. (laughs) 
Oh, I, me too. I'm stealing all kinds of ideas because I'm new to the beginning band world. So I'm just, I've got to soak it up. So yeah, a uh, lot, lot of really good advice that uh, you've brought here today. And, and your story really is compelling um, as you can hear the enthusiasm for what you do and, and that intense love of changing lives through the magic of music education. So thank you to Corey Craig for being our special guest today here on Band Director Bootcamp and to all you listeners out there who are making a difference in kids' lives through the magic of music education. Join us next time for another episode of Productivity and Wellness Tips to make your life a little bit easier on Band Director Bootcamp. 